Good morning, Dr. P. Good morning, Daughter P. I think you've had a bit of a fun week. I have. Well, it's oh, it's only Wednesday, but I had a birthday yesterday. Yay. So I'm 28. Yay! Well, 28 years ago yesterday was a pretty great day in my life. Oh, that's very nice. And that's also, I feel, quite a nice retelling as I believe I was a long, uncomfortable labour. You were a horribly long, uncomfortable labour and then you determined that you weren't going to come out that way so I had to have a C-section, but hey-ho, you were worth it. (laughs) That sounds very on brand for me. So you sent me a TikTok, which... I'm just going to be upfront about it really got me gnashing my teeth and I think you were a little bit surprised. Yes, yeah, so I I sent it to you thinking like I think this could be a bit of BS, you know, or not quite accurate or whatever, but I didn't expect you to dislike it as much as you did, so I was immediately like, "Oh, this must be worse than I thought then." I really disliked it. In fact, I think it might be one of the most annoying, offensive outrageous uh, TikTok videos I've ever seen. And (gasps) as we go through this, I will try and explain why I think that. So I'm going to ask you a few questions and hopefully then you'll start to see the problem with this. Is that okay? Absolutely. So Dr. Berg, he's a chiropractic doctor, I believe, by training. He takes us through several items or several symptoms, I should say, in the video. And the idea is he says something at the beginning along the lines of, so many signals from your body that you're nutritionally deficient. And the idea is that he goes through each of these symptoms and and tells us that that's a clear signal that we are deficient in a particular, it's usually a vitamin or a mineral. Okay. For example, he starts off by telling us about excessive yawning. So let's say a friend of yours said to you, Tess, or let's say you're experiencing yawning yourself. What could be the reasons for your yawning? I, I would assume the biggest reason is because you're tired. Well, that would be a pretty good assumption, wouldn't it? That's where I would go if somebody was yawning. And in actual fact, it is true to say the research into why we yawn is not very compelling. We, we don't have a great answer for why we yawn, but we do know we yawn more when we're tired. It doesn't seem to be that we yawn because we need to get more oxygen into the body, which is what you might think, but we do know that it's associated with not getting enough sleep. Dr. Berg says it's usually, and he uses the word usually, because we're deficient in iron. So I can see now why you might not have liked this video, because that seems quite a jump. Oh, exactly the expression I would have used. And presumably he thinks that we should take an iron supplement. So let's let's go to another one. Uh, Next up, he talks about being um, air hungry, a feeling like you can't get enough air. Again, perhaps in your life you've had times where you felt you couldn't get enough air. Could you give me some times when you've experienced that? Um, Yeah, like if I was exercising intensely. Well, that would be one, wouldn't it? Exercising intensely or even the after exercise when I think Americans call it that you're sucking wind, trying to sort of get yourself back on track. Yeah, so it would be that one or when I had my mouth guard in, in rugby. Oh, right, yeah. So anything where perhaps you're obstructing, reducing the airflow in. Have you got any friends who use medication to help them with airflow? I mean, our friends have asthma. Exactly. Friends with asthma. Oh, also, if you have a cold, like when I had pneumonia. That's a great one. So we've come up with at least three so far. Exercising hard, asthma, and what was the last one you just said? Uh, If you have a cold. Yes, have a cold or some kind of bronchitis or pneumonia. 
Well, according to Dr. Berg, it's because the body's too acid. Now, our bodies are incredibly good at regulating the acidity, the amount of acid in our body fluids. We have two little bean-shaped organs. You know what those would be? Um, the kidneys, I assume, if it's bean-shaped. Uh, that's exactly right. And those kidneys are fabulous. If we have too much acid, our kidneys will get rid of some of that extra acidity in our pee. We'll make more acid urine. Our body fluids aren't quite acid enough. Then our kidneys will hold on to extra acid instead of sending it out in our pee. So you couldn't have an overly acidic body without either being kidney failure or heading that way? You could be heading into kidney failure. There are other diseases that can be going on in the body to create big changes in the acidity of body fluids. Interesting. So okay. just taking that little supplement seems like if your body is overly acidic, that wouldn't be the best plan of action. We need to not just be taking a B1 supplement, which Dr. Berg suggests will correct this acidity. We need to be working with our doctor to find out what's going on. Next up, he talked about high blood pressure and high pulse rate. What do you know about blood pressure tests? Any sense of if it's a good thing, it's a bad thing? I do, because I know that if you have low blood pressure, it can mean that you pass out more easily, because I have Ooh. a friend who has that. If you have high blood pressure, you're like more prone to heart attack or heart disease, I think. So I'm assuming when they put that squeezy thing on your arm at the doctor, you want it to squeeze and tell you that you're sort of in the middle. It's like a Goldilocks thing, isn't it? We want to have enough blood pressure because otherwise the blood doesn't move through our circulation well enough. And that's why we can get lightheaded. But too much blood pressure and we get damage to blood vessels, increases our chance of heart disease. Exactly, Dr. Tesney, what you <laughs> said. Oh, by the way, how are we likely to find out that we have high blood pressure? Would you feel it in the morning and think, oh, I've woken up with high blood pressure today? No, I mean, I would assume that that would be something that you would find out at like a doctor's appointment when they do the squeezy thing. Yes, it's called a sphygmomanometer, but squeezy thing is much easier to say. A squeezy phenomena? <laughs> so he said a squeezy McGovida. <laughs> I love all of those. It's actually sphygmomanometer, but squeezyometer will do. Sphygmomanometer. <laughs> I'll say it one last time for those people who really want to know. It's a good word in Scrabble. Lots of points scored. Sphygmomanometer. Sphygmomanometer. Brilliant. So that squeezy thing, you know, your nurse, your nurse practitioner, your doctor is measuring your blood pressure and they're telling you you've got high blood pressure. And that's who we want to work with. If we were to find out we have high blood pressure, Dr. Berg suggests we should just have a vitamin D supplement or a potassium supplement or maybe both. Yeah, that seems a bit dangerous, really, that you're telling people who have something that really might need doctor's help with to just take a supplement. I can't imagine that would help it, but I could imagine that could actually prolong them getting the actual help they needed. Yes. If we happen to find out that we had high blood pressure by using, for instance, one of those supermarket machines, which could be a way that we find out without actually going to the doctor, first of all, then we don't want to be going to the supplement aisle in the supermarket and buying potassium supplements or vitamin D supplements, we want to be going straight to our healthcare provider to get them, first of all, to check that our blood pressure really is high because we may not have measured it correctly. And then if it is, to investigate more fully. Great. So let's take another one. When was the last time you experienced muscle weakness, Tess? Um, probably after Memorial Day, we did this really hard workout at the gym. Okay, so Dr. Tesney, somebody comes to you with muscle weakness, you on that basis are going to diagnose 
exercise, post-exercise fatigue. Seems a pretty reasonable diagnosis to me. Okay. Of course, Dr. Berg is going to tell you that if you experience muscle weakness, you have a sodium deficiency. Now, as with all of these, maybe that's true. Maybe you do have a sodium deficiency, but do we know that that's the cause of your muscle weakness? In your instance there, it was really just because you'd work the muscles. Okay, so just to clarify, is he saying if you experience these things outside of the obvious example that you've just exercised, or if you experience yawning outside of the obvious exercise that you haven't slept well? Isn't that an interesting question? According to the TikTok video, the bite-sized piece of medical information that he presented, he's not picking any of these other options. He's saying, if you're yawning a lot, you are deficient in iron. If you are feeling that you can't get enough air, it's because your body's too acid. And by the way, that's a very peculiar expression that he uses there. It has to be the acidity of your body fluids. If you're experiencing muscle weakness, you're deficient in sodium really gives no other explanation for these symptoms. He's absolutely tying them to a nutritional deficiency. And he starts off his whole video, remember, by saying, there are so many signals from the body that indicate we are nutritionally deficient. And then he starts going through these. So he's really very much tying each one of these to a particular lack of nutrient. I can see if he said, oh, well, I didn't feel the need to point out the obvious ones, like, yes, obviously your muscles are going to be soft after exercising. But I think the issue is there's a responsibility when you make medical related or health related videos to state things that you might think might be obvious because they wouldn't be to everybody. I think that's exactly right, Tess. Dr. Berg is essentially diagnosing every one of his viewers without what? Oh, ding, 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 their medical history. Yes. How dangerous is this? That's why this drives me absolutely nuts. I mean, we've thrown out some possibilities here, but we do not want anybody to go away from here drawing conclusions from the things that we've said about their health. We're saying... It's possible if you have muscle weakness, you've had a hard workout. It's possible that you're sodium deficient. But we would never say to somebody, hey, symptom X means lack of nutrient X. We wouldn't do that because we're not medics. And no medic, no doctor is going to make that conclusion based on one sign and especially without knowing a person's medical history. So this is downright dangerous. Remind me, because I haven't seen this video since I sent it to you. Does he say at the end... If you think any of these apply to you, go see a doctor. Not that I noticed. Ah, interesting. Okay. He doesn't cover himself by saying, and all the information presented in this video is for entertainment. If you look at the end of lots of these medical programs, it says that in small print at the end. TikTok's an entertainment service. Nobody should be using this for medical advice. And he says, towards the end of the video, he says, don't suppress it with a drug. Well, yeah. But do you know about the testing of drugs versus the testing of supplements? Mm, okay, I think I can see where you're heading here. And I would assume it's that there's more rigorous testing for drugs than there are for supplements. Yes. Shall we um, substitute more for there is testing of drugs, there is no testing of supplements? At all? You can sell a supplement in Kroger's or CVS, and that supplement will not have been through testing for efficiency, for safety, not like drugs have to go through various processes. They have to be tested on laboratory animals and they have to be tested on willing humans and so on and so forth. Anybody really can sell you a vitamin D supplement. People think because they can buy it from the supermarket, that means it's safe and we know that drugs have side effects. We need to stop thinking like that. 
We need to think about things that are sold on the shelf, over the counter, as being untested. They might be safe, but if you are taking a great big vitamin D supplement that is giving you twice as much vitamin D than normal suggestions, that might not be a good idea. Don't anybody take medical advice from me on vitamin D. But the point is, should we be taking this stuff over the counter without any medical guidance that is specifically related to our needs and our history? Yeah, that's really interesting. There's a GNC nutrition store, several near me. And I always just assumed at worst, it's just not going to do anything. It might not be super effective because I knew that they didn't have quite the same testing as the pharmaceutical drug, but I didn't actually realize that they're completely untested. Yeah, it's terrifying, isn't it? It is. I'm like, oh, goodness. Does that go for protein powders too? So you can, you can take a protein powder. That protein powder, there won't be a research project that has been based around that particular protein powder to see if it works. Not like if you're taking a particular drug where we have compared people who take that drug versus people who don't take that drug. Interesting. So Tess, guess what? What? Is, oh, don't, is he selling them? He's selling them. I knew it. It took me one click, essentially. I put into Google, search... Well, I, obviously, I didn't type in search. <laughs> Just to be clear, I'm not a complete numpty. I put into the search bar, Eric Berg Supplements, and there I was, right in his supplement shop. Oh, goodness me. Yes, so at minimum, he sounds like he could be a little bit biased. I think that's a very good word. So for me... One look through this video had me pulling my hair out, super frustrated, very annoyed at the fact that he was taking one symptom, no medical history, no knowledge of the person in, in front of them, and clearly saying this symptom is being caused by this nutritional deficiency. Even if that's the case, that's only one of very many different possible explanations frequently for each of these symptoms. So that was exceedingly annoying to me as a physiologist who has a basic understanding of how the body works. If you, as somebody who I like to think is pretty clued up, but you don't have the same background knowledge, if you were to encounter a TikTok video like this again that took you through aspects of health and said, if you have this symptom, it could be, or sorry, not it could be, it is linked to a lack of this or too much of that. What would be something that you might now consider doing first before you spent any time really believing this video? Um, I guess just doing a quick check on the source. So are they selling supplements? Just doing that quick search would have led you to, okay, so he is not an unbiased source of information because he stands to benefit from this information he's giving. If you've just watched that video and you've been persuaded, it's one click to go to his site to buy the product. So you're not going to go to Kroger's or GNC. You're going to buy it right off the video, aren't you? Yeah, and especially if you've watched it and you're like, oh, this makes sense now, I trust him. Exactly. So Eric Berg, we hate to throw people under the bus, but... Ooh. And the reason that we're throwing you under the bus, Eric, is because your advice is worse than neutral. You could actually be causing people harm, as Tess pointed out with the example of the high blood pressure, by taking a supplement that could actually delay somebody's venturing to the doctor to get some significant treatment. Yeah, and I will say, I even have a personal experience with this because in college, I had a part-time job where I was the office secretary for a naturopathic doctor. I would book clients in, schedule their appointments and order their supplements for them, stuff like that. And there was a person that came in once. The doctor like took one look at their medical results and said, you need to go to a hospital 
And so she went and the woman had breast cancer. I remember my doctor saying, I didn't want to tell her that. She was like, that's what I thought from her results, but I didn't want to diagnose that. But I knew that giving her supplements or having her do certain stretches or wouldn't actually help her. I knew she needed actual help. And that was a moment where I realized like, okay, this is a great example of a naturopathic doctor because she's aware of some things she can maybe help with. And then some things are, oh no, this person needs to see a doctor immediately. And then she ended up getting the treatment she needed and she was fine. But if that naturopath hadn't sent her to the hospital and had just tried to provide supplements, then that cancer would have gotten worse. Perhaps we can send this doctor's name, email and other details to Dr. Berg. Oops, I think I should make it clear here. We definitely are not throwing Eric under the bus, just his TikTok video. Now, I do feel like there's so many videos, especially on TikTok and Instagram, with, okay, yeah, if you're yawning, you're iron deficient, and if you're this and you're that, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like it's almost making a lot of us a bit hypochondriac because yawning, for example, is not necessarily an indicator of something much deeper that you need to go to a doctor for. I think we both agree we shouldn't just listen to Dr. Berg and take a supplement. But where's the line between, yeah, this is just a normal everyday thing. You don't have to worry about it. And booking an appointment with an actual doctor every week because you're seeing videos with other stuff and you think, no, but I do yawn quite a lot. That's a very good question. I'm not sure I can exactly answer that. What I would say is just stop watching the videos. If the videos are sending you to the doctor, rather than perhaps symptoms being significant enough in your body that you don't need to watch a video, that symptom has arisen and it feels very different, that should be enough to send you to your doctor. But if you're just watching videos and then going, oh yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, I've experienced that. I'm not telling anybody to ignore symptoms, but I am telling people to listen to their body about what their body's telling them. And if it's telling them they feel uncomfortable, that's what sends you for healthcare, not Dr. Eric Berg telling you that too much yawning means you're deficient in iron. The problem is bad enough. You don't need a video to tell you it exists. You kind of already know. That's where we should finish because I can't top that. (laughs) So birthday girl, thanks for sharing an hour of your week with us or half an hour, whatever. We appreciate it. Go off now and have a lovely rest of your birthday week. Doing anything fun? Um, I'm going to karaoke on Friday, uh, which will be very exciting as most Welsh people are known for having beautiful singing voices. And as you know, I am not one of those Welsh people. So it'll be very fun (laughs) and not necessarily very good. And then on Saturday, we're just going out for drinks. It'll be a lovely little weekend. Oh, lovely. Well, enjoy every moment of that and sing your heart out, missus. Thank you. I will. All right. Speak to you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And as a reminder, our conversation here aims to pass along some interesting science and help you develop your sciencey thinking muscles. Neither of us are medical doctors or any type of healthcare professional. So we are absolutely not providing medical advice. You should see your medically qualified professional for that. And whilst all content provided is given in good faith, based on the scientific knowledge base available at the time of recording... If we misspeak or further research changes our understanding or that of the scientific community, we'll try our best to make any necessary corrections, either in a future episode or in our show notes. See See you next time. time!